What's going on? It's CJ the Day Slayer from the Upgrade America Podcast 2.0. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on YouTube, uh, listening on all major platforms for your ears. Um, Feel free to hit us up. Uh, Yeah, that's about it. Enjoy the episode. Peace. world now i think we're rolling yeah <laughs> cool 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 peace god bless if you believe this is upgrade america we're talking about crypto news current events you know intellectual conversation speculating on what's going on in the world none of this is financial advice none of this is like sanctioned news or what have you it's just two gentlemen having a conversation thank you for joining you know I'm Cameron Ra, here to be pleased. No, not, not here to be pleased. Pleased to be joined by CJ the Day Slayer. What's happening on your end, bro? What's going on? Reporting live from the Central Florida area. I am well in high spirits. This is episode two, man. Back to the revamp, you know, Upgrade America Part, was it? 2.0. So we here. Day Slayer is ready. Yo, um, you want to jump into the headlines? Yeah, I got some headlines for us. Uh, let me see here. Stand by, folks. So my three headlines are TD Garden, which is a venue in Boston, is going to drop proof of injection treatment uh, <laughs> requirements. Keyword. Okay, that's one. Kim Potter, ex-police officer, was just charged, uh, got her verdict out there in Minnesota. It was like two years and something. So we're going to dig into that. And then what is the Navy doing? You got to keep an eye on your dependents. Navy wife helped spill secrets to sell to a foreign agency. They didn't specify which one, but I can only guess. So, yeah, those are some of the headlines that we'll be talking about today. And we'll do our best to drop those links in the description so you can do further research. So on the crypto end, boom, Jamaica has a prototype for a CBDC. No, that is not a hemp product. It stands for a central bank digital currency. Central bank digital currency, the Federal Reserve is entertaining the ideal of that right now. It's a control point. means while it's on the blockchain, it's non-fungible. They can still print as many as they want. They can still freeze those accounts and trace every transaction. Speaking of which, the IRS made an announcement that they're like tracking like all accounts over $600. It used to be 10 grand. Now they reduced it to 600 bucks. That's that's pretty wild. So another headline we got on here, Colorado accept crypto for tax for state taxes. Get some. Proud of you guys. California has a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender, kind of like what they're doing in El Salvador. You can roll up, pull up, and buy uh, goods and services with Bitcoin. It's Mm -hmm. not yet, but this is the future where we're going. So the Department of Justice and the FBI, they're going to be rolling out a crime task force for Bitcoin. And not just Bitcoin, but uh, old crypto uh, assets things of that nature. I do believe this sprung forth from, there wasn't a Bitcoin hack 
an exchange got hacked and I believe uh, a couple moved over $2 billion worth of Bitcoin. Wow. They want a task force to investigate these things. My concern is that it doesn't turn into a task force to attempt to take Bitcoin like gold was seized back in a day. So, um, yeah, states are now competing to uh, provide incentives for Bitcoin miners and minor companies. So more or less, you can go to these states, set up shop, mine Bitcoin. Of course, they want a taste of the action, but, you know, there are incentives to do so. Some of these states that are participating are Georgia, Alabama, Illinois. Hmm. This in Kentucky has similar uh, tax breaks for these Bitcoin mining companies. Governments or state governments are waking up and they're seeing that, yo, they believe in Bitcoin. Get some. So I'm going to rant real quick about (laughs) the right for property and why we really need Bitcoin. Back in the day, Bitcoin had a bad rep. Everyone thought it was only for like outlaws and gangsters and Silk Road participants. Mm -hmm. It's more than that. And it's that was just FUD and propaganda. Bitcoin is the right to have property like gold was seized in the past by the by the american government to do so with bitcoin would be very difficult because the encryption to have governments can freeze your accounts at any time as we see in canada like they're freezing people's accounts for supporting a peaceful protest freezing the bank accounts this cannot be done with bitcoin and everyone thinks like oh i'm a law-abiding citizen i don't need to i don't need to worry about having my accounts frozen mm-hmm. it's so simple as oh you're in this political party and while wow, that could be deemed uh they could do whatever they want to brand that political party as enemies of the states and your support for that political party or even a, a, a as seen in Canada for protesters a, a peaceful movement your money can be frozen and money is the lifeblood of our society and to think that people governments are, are doing that is, is a scary thought don't get it twisted if you have your bitcoin on cash app the feds can seize that if you have it on an online exchange the feds can seize that you need to go really hardcore get a hardware wallet move that code onto this device encrypt that device so your your bitcoin cannot be seized while it's cool that hey yeah we got bitcoin and we can move it back and forth and no one can no one can stop it they can't shut it down we still need more vendors that will accept direct Bitcoin payments for, for goods and services. Because here's the thing. Right now in the, in the system, the majority of people, you have Bitcoin, you move it to a bank account, you convert it to cash, and you move that to a bank account. The Canadian government, they can't stop the Bitcoin, but they can stop the bank accounts where that Bitcoin, where that cash that was once Bitcoin is getting converted and sent to. Mm-hmm. So, that is something that we really need. We need more vendors to believe in Bitcoin and, and, and do this. I ranted on uh, quite a bit. Like, I'm very concerned about what's going on in Canada, and they uh, they're doing their emergency powers and mm-hmm. coming quite tyrannical. So I got a question for you. Okay. And, you know, law enforcement is a key is very critical to Trudy doing his. Uh, whole Canadian tyranny thing. So as a former uh, 
security forces veteran, what security considerations do you think truly implemented? Two-pronged question. And how do you think he's sleeping at night? Is he like sleeping like a baby? Like, <laughs> or he's like, oh my God, the rebels are gonna kick in the door at any time. Like, no, it's a lot of questions. But what, what do you think, man? He's not sleeping well, first of all. Or he could be, and he's just diabolical like that. You don't know which way it can go. So um, I remember on Patriot Act, when it was on Netflix, a show we were both following, um, once he did that interview, he exposed the, I guess, the evil in Trudeau. I think that's how you say his name. And he's never been the same since. Uh, of course, he had the blackface incident, all this from his past college days or something. Um, as far as security concerns, obviously you're gonna want to contain and monitor. You don't you don't want to infringe, but you just want to be mindful and just keep an eye out. Really, cordon maybe something like that. Hang out, just see what's going on. Actually, I would say do some. Uh, what did we call it? Uh, talk to the protesters. Like engage with them. Like verbal judo. Like get a conversation going. Hey, what's going on? How y'all feeling today? Trudeau's do personally or his security forces? Security forces, yeah. Interesting. And then Trudeau, yeah, he definitely needs to uh, come to the negotiating table and talk to the citizens of Canada because what they're doing ain't right. They're not feeling it, obviously. People got and, horses and stuff by the police and people getting beat and pushed by the police. It's like, yeah. I'm better to think if that were to occur in America. But why do you think such so much assertion on peaceful protesters this i don't know it's you you ask the question you might as well tie this into it the dictatorship is that the ultimate goal right for all uh, the government is dictatorship the the natural uh, the natural progression of a political system like sure it started with kings and queens and then they're like fuck that some emperors came and then you know they said fuck that too and then we did this democratic experiment for 200 plus years we said we'd like that but it there seems to be so many avenues towards absolute power and dictatorship like is that what you think he's going for because it seems to be the trend yeah um i don't know when their election is coming up when is he supposed to be re-elected i have no idea but i guess that would determine but it was funny because i'm um, you know i'm trolling twitter and it's like, I see this article from the Huffington Post in 2014 saying why Trudeau will turn uh, Canada to a dictatorship. Oh. Reading, I'm, I'm scrolling through, I'm like, oh, this is today? And you see it was written like in 2014, updated 2015. But it's very ironic. But I do believe, to answer my own question, I do believe, yes. It is every, I think, we're in the late stages of capitalism and mm -hmm. all this whole bubble thing is gonna collapse or burst whatever but you can't govern citizens in a democracy in late capitalism in late stage capitalism so that's why we see russia very assertive authoritarian china they already got in lockstep yeah. australia is heading that way it's yeah like, following following orders so it's like the united states has a scenario where the left can become that and we uh, it really seemed like 
they are overreaching and that's where they're going and maybe that's still in the plan who could say but the right can equally become that too and it sounds like a bad thing but in order to compete with dictatorship china who's like yo we our policy is law we can like we don't have to battle political parties we don't have to battle bipartisanship we make policy and roll it out the next day like that is a it's an effective way to govern because they're 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 creeping up on us militarily economically okay my rebuttal to that though is they're more homogenous than america is so it's just mainly chinese so you can do that that's your national citizens here you got so many different ethnic groups it's a lot different and then the way our laws are set up the constitution the bill of rights it's a lot different you would basically have to dismantle the constitution and the bill of rights that gets trampled on and shredded under every administration so it's like we're already shredding first amendment rights <laughs> twitter youtube that we got our stuff banned like what happened to uh to our first amendment rights like second amendment rights come on like certain states you can only have there's so many limitations there's some states where you can't even own firearms like cities you can't even own firearms so like second amendment rights out the window like third amendment right can't think of so much at the moment fourth mm-hmm. right patriot act violations of searches and seizures like then sixth amendment right you know right to speedy trial everything of, of that nature like have you ever heard of Guantanamo Bay? Like where they're where they're holding people for decades with no charges? So like the Constitution is yeah, fair point. Say it's it's irrelevant, but people don't seem to be taking it very seriously nowadays. Yeah, um, you make valid points. I can't argue with you on that. I'm just I'm just saying in comparison to those countries you named, we're just set up differently. I think our system that again it's gonna it's evolving to this authoritarian state it will retain a sense of democracy like every four years you vote for a new dictator and then <laughs> the one dictator is like you know this every four year thing i don't really like it. let's scratch that part from the constitution now i just hold power for life and then power ascension through mm-hmm. power that however the hell that works but that seems to be the global step the global trend rather oh well, you right. when you think about how the lockdown started it was like china was like yo we're locking everybody down that's that and then everyone was like yeah that's a good idea let's do what china did and then after that it was like oh we got quite a bit of power during this uh china-like lockdown thing let's keep getting more and more and more and it, it's getting out of control and the trend is absolute power but eventually would have all these little dictator countries and they will fight for who's going to have global supremacy. Mm. I forgot my thought, but anyway. Seems to be um, winning. Huh? China seems to be winning. Eh, give or take. Um, the one unique advantage, and it can also be seen as our weakness, is our diversity in, uh, in citizenry. I agree on that. Diversity of thought and innovation, etc. We can pull from so many different things. We're not so just just Chinese. And I know there are other ethnic groups in China, but it's very few. Like a lot of those countries, well, if they didn't get rid of the aboriginals, (laughs) 
they're pretty homogenous, like, you know, so um, just to go over these quick headlines, get your thoughts on them. Uh, TD Garden wants to drop proof of the injection treatment requirement. How do you feel about that? What does this say? Um, again, we mentioned this in, what was that, season two? Like, we discussed about the end of private health. Yeah. And it's become a trend where colleagues, friends, people just casually ask about your injection status. And I think that's a big overreach. Like, health is a private affair. Yeah. For them to end that, I say, good on you. Uh, you know, Boston, what, one of the homes of enlightenment and education. So, um, let's see. So Kim Potter, ex-officer convicted in fatal shooting of Dante Wright, this is in Minnesota, uh, sentenced to two years in prison. What do you feel about that? What should what was, should we do about these officer shootings at this point? She said, basically, long story short, she thought she reached for her taser and she reached for her firearm and then used deadly force. But she's a cop, I think, of 25 years or something. So she's a veteran cop. So. That's the basis of what happened. Blue Lives Matters, as <laughs> they've allowed cops to get away with murder. Legally, because it's like the power of defense, of legal of legal defense, it is it is a superpower. And when you have an organization lobbying millions of dollars to provide you the best legal defense it's giving you the opportunity to get away with murder get get off mm-hmm. so the, 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 the alibi excuse would have you was that oh yeah I thought I was reaching for my taser but I grabbed my side on and it resulted in deadly force and the only and, and the justice that was served was two years she's probably going to do 18 months at most and then go home, yeah, I shot a motherfucker and I'm sitting on my couch eating potato chips while this guy is dead. That pisses me off. And it's I want like, to stick oh, in her pension. This for, for a little bit more. Right. Like, now, I, I don't have anything more constructive to say. Um, <laughs> no. you, you get legal counsel, you can buy your way out of a murder and that's pretty much what occurred. It's. I, I I don't know what to say. Like you and I, we we've held guns. We we've held uh we had. How you mistake that, for that, and then there's a lot of steps to pulling a trigger. It's <laughs> happen in, in an instance, but it's just like. Glock. Or taser, like. Mind blown, but again, this organization legally is is permitting people to to walk on such offenses and what what can we do i'm gonna have to brainstorm on that bro um i got some quick solutions possibly um i know one thing if you make it mandatory like 15 years general population for cops that are convicted of a wrongful shooting no protective custody none of that you gotta do like a Boom. I know it might set a precedent of the justice system, but what are we doing now? 
that's any better. Would it? Would it? How do you say? Would it cause a delay in utilizing deadly force? Like in my military tenure, like just hearing like was it CIS? Is that the army? that does the uh, the army equivalent to OSI. Yeah, I think so. It's something like that. So just hearing them, you go into the combat theater and then they're talking about like, yo, they, every time you pull the trigger, there's an investigation. Like a very thorough investigation in the military and I, as well as in the, you know, in the civilian sector as well. But like, that creates a bit of hesitation to, to, to pull the trigger. But, um, should there be? Yeah. Like, you guys signed up for this. This guy was just... Is, is, is a citizen, a civilian. So it's like, yeah, maybe holding that over their head, that, that accountability, well, you better be sure that this is a justified shooting or you're, you're going to do that time. Particularly yeah. if it resulted in the loss of life. Especially, um, I think that pension should go to the victims. Yes, I agree. Um, then I was thinking about the judges too. We don't talk about the judges. What's up with the judges? What punish what punishment should they get for going too light on this situation with the evidence? But then it's like that you're talking about technically our justice system has been served. You'd have to do some sort of appeal. If there's some sort of appeal and then they find out like that you know it was more wrong i don't i really don't know because yeah you you really can't put anything like what type of charge with the judges i was like thinking the, the system has all is mm-hmm. running course like what would lead to the judges facing some sort of prosecution i don't know i would say um for like this judge because i've seen clips of it like she was so um like oh it's gonna be okay like i'm like you're not supposed to show that kind of it's supposed to be neutrality yeah it's supposed to be objective that i would agree that uh there should be i was saying i was consequences is like there needs to be some accountability for like, hey, like that is a factor that in the ruling, you know. But and I imagine there would have to be some sort of appeal on on the party. Who... But yeah, that's. that's uh, pretty... I had an idea: make the judges go to do criminal defense pro bono for like a probationary period. No. <laughs> Like, As I would not want to see, no. you want to have that, would you want that guy representing you? Like, yo, you're forcing him, to, he's forced to, no. I would not want to have that, that lawyer. I just, yeah. I'm throwing out ideas. Because that's an insider threat, like, <laughs> your, your lawyer just starts throwing evidence out for the prosecutor. Like, easy one, let me throw him a layup. No, I, I disagree with that. But, but again, I think... And I hate to tie everything back to artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. but like that is where you'll get fairness. That is where you'll get objectivity. Where it's just taking in, it's. I imagine it would be taking in 
the, the evidence as well as cross-referencing it from case law and other, uh, how do you say, other sentencing. And then it would produce that that verdict. I mean, not rather not the verdict, but the, the sentence. But I agree, when you have a, a, a you have a judge who has empathy is good but when you are abandoning that stance that position of neutrality and you're almost leaning and leaning and showing that i i don't agree with that i mean maybe in my trial sure be nice and and, and all that for me but i think it should be fair across the board all right uh i think this is the last head new, uh headline for for uh, me uh, the wife of a Navy, U.S. Navy engineer, pled guilty Friday to conspiring with her husband in a plot to sell secret information about a nuclear submarine to a foreign country. They didn't name it, ironically, authorities say. So, man, they're, they're investigated for a while. It was like several months. Um, FBI was on them. So what do you think about that? In exchange for a hundred grand in cryptocurrency, by the way, throw that out there. <laughs> So I heard a uh, I heard a theory when I was in you know, I was in the Air Force that you if your wife is foreign you won't make it past a certain rank like mm. or something like that and it's particular specifically for what what you mentioned so it's no it's not an uncommon occurrence it's, it's happening like all the time but it's like opsec con comsec like you gotta be that. CIA agent, meaning like they don't tell their family about what they're doing in their job and everything like that. Even saying, hey, I'm going this place at that time. Opsec, comsec, like you gotta separate those those two uh, those two worlds. You almost gotta act like an agent with your significant other to yeah. avoid like when you're in this military role. So, um, yeah, that's all I can sum it up to say is you, you got to be aware of that opposite. Even your your significant others, families, what have you, they can compromise national security for their own interests. Um, I know you had another question, right? But was yeah, it? when we were on the subject of law enforcement before, like, I don't need to rehash everything that's going on in Canada with, with the police out there. We, we know there's other podcasters who are covering that, but what's happening in Canada is my nightmare of what blue lives matter would become in America. So with that, how do you think they feel seeing the, the, the levels of assertion mm -hmm. citizens for a peaceful protest? Well, I mean, I could speak f just for Florida right there. We got like an anti-protester bill here. Um, and we've had demonstrations like the Cuban demonstration that happened. I've seen a lot of police presence there. Um, right up here, not too far from where I live, they usually have like a Trump supporters. They're rallying for some local politician too. And police presence now is always there. Before it wasn't always there. Now it's always there when people protest. Um, I don't know if they had one for the KKK um, neo-Nazis here in Orlando that were the police present there. I'm assuming they were. Um, 
I think it's par for the course. I think they're just more empowered, more dug in, especially with these um, verdicts coming out, especially. It's just empowering them more emboldened. Um, so what really what I'm asking is, um, if orders like that were given in America, how do you think that community would respond? Knowing it's, uh, it's, it's literal turn, what's, what's happening in Canada. Like, how do you think cops in America you talking about personally if it's on them or if are they on duty? I'm trying to understand what you're asking. So my question is, they have been ordered. Down orders have been down channeled from the commander. Okay. And they have been ordered to how do you say approach peaceful protesters with the level of assertion that's being demonstrated in Canada to mm-hmm. more specifically the the physical force. How do you say Parading horses into the protests, resulting in people getting trampled. And how do you say? Let's even deviate from the um, from the law enforcement aspect and and, and think mm-hmm. about financial institutions. Would they play ball and be like, "Yo, we're gonna freeze everyone's accounts because they're peacefully protesting"? Like, how do you think that would play out in America? Here, uh, a little bit different. Uh, Second Amendment. Just throwing that out there, it's a lot different because Canada just just did some uh, gun reform, I think, during COVID. So during, well, I say pandemic. Let me sure you say that um, during the pandemic, I think they changed their gun laws. They actually made it more restrictive, if I remember correctly. I think we covered that too. Basic, season one, season two. Basic Machiavellianism, like take the guns and you can do whatever you want to the citizens. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not just a, I'm not a, I'm not a gun nut. Like, oh yeah, I like, I like guns. Make it go back. Nah, it's like that's what holds it down. That's what keeps the, the, whatever we have left of this blessed constitution. It's the Second Amendment that's that's holding it together. And um, I don't know. I don't want to say better Canada than America, but mm-hmm. I, that is an example of authoritarianism authoritarianism yeah it looks like military augmenting law enforcement and rights the right for peaceful protest that's the first amendment that's the first amendment right it gets trampled it gets taken and they take it by force and that's what's happening in canada right now. yeah oh it's happening like it's happening here too no big deal. it is uh these are very uh interesting times to say the least but you said it's happening here as well yeah it's just more subvert remember we used to talk about this it's going to be under the surface it's going to be slight moves that add up over time that's how america they got to play it that way because of the second amendment so they can't just be like ah they can't do it like that they got to do it subtly in the courts you know secret courts like fisa for example that we talked in season two season one so just things like that um i was gonna ask this question do you think black americans will ever fully ever get justice and what can we do to get justice at this point no no Hmm. because black americans don't vote the capacity two it's like when black americans vote they vote out of loyalty and not out of like negotiation and Mm -hmm. uh, a, a mutualistic like hey you're here to represent me it's just like vote blue no matter who 
and um, because of those reasons, I I, I really don't think so. It's mm. another thing. Three is does Black America is Black America lobbying hard enough? Meaning, like, are we putting enough money into Washington to get what we want? And I dare say, no. I don't know how the lobby presence is out there. How much money is going into there? But um, I know a lot of money went to Black Lives Matter. But how much of that went to really lobbying towards legislation? I don't have the numbers. I don't have the information on that. So my question, cynical as it may be, no. What I foresee in the next four years, yeah, they'll get Biden out because you, you flex too hard, man. You flex too hard on your first term. You don't do no damn injection mandates until your second term. And you have nothing else to lose. So they'll find another puppet. Kamala, Kamala is too close to Biden to represent, you know, for the Democrats ain't gonna vote for her either. They'll probably find maybe a Latino woman, maybe even a Latino male. Andrew Yang's doing his own thing. But like, uh, they'll find another person who talks to talk, hype up that racism, like, oh yeah, we gotta fight racism. Don't vote for, don't vote for them. And then black people will jump right back on the blue bandwagon, vote mm-hmm. for nothing. Like, what do we have to show? What do you have to show for a couple expedited le- legislation for other people and nothing for us? No reparations, nothing, nothing. So, yeah. like, but y'all cool with that though. Y'all cool with that. Y'all rather give your power to this old white man than, than someone who's really going to represent you. If Black America doesn't come up and produce their own candidate, if only as a placeholder, like, yes, we do vote. And we'll vote. We know we're not going to win this election, but we will dump millions of votes in this candidate just to show you we have power. Give us something. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to... It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would say we would, as a whole, as a community, we would have to revert to more strategic tactics, air quotes, elaborate (laughs) well definitely legally and financially right yeah great the money talks the money talks um i think with the political process at this point we just need to lobby together that's it like parties won't work um we just need to all lobby and like yo we want to get this passed everybody put your money to this like it's all about lobbying now like one thing i've become disenchanted about doing this podcast and going through looking at the whole process is all about lobbying that's it nothing else matters that's what it boils down to get your money up you can get stuff moving i think we owe it to um you know to our listeners to in the future to expand upon that and really break down the process and I only encourage our, you know, our viewers in the world to, to run and hold those offices, but to, to start lobbies and to really get things done. Because the way we're doing it right now, we will overcome. We're not overcoming. We're getting cummed on. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, 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 we need to just study the game. We see the blueprints. Asian community got mass stuff done. They got mass stuff done. And from that, place in perspective. I have to 
do some yoga positions and put my foot in my mouth because I told CJ the day slayer that they will never do legislation based on ethnicity. Besides that group of people who's like a religion and, and, and a race and we can't say their names without being called something. We won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. But like they never do legislation. And and lo and behold, like they made that happen. Like, oh yeah, we're getting persecuted because such and such really you're getting persecuted post pandemic well guess what people who look like me have been persecuted like since jim crow and before that so where's my legislation you ain't gonna give it to me so it's like another project it's one thing that for us to come on the show we talk shit all that we need to draft legislation and anyone can write a bill we discussed that we need to write these bills like we need to write these bills we need to get people behind we need to lobby and we need to upgrade America. And yeah. it's not a game. It's really not a game. I told y'all, like, yeah, the right, the right, they got their fuckery. They got their agenda. But the left, they took it and they fucked you. You was like, oh, yeah, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. And you did it anyway. And he still fucked you. So it's like, um, yeah. ain't a game. Let's get this done. Upgrade America. Yeah, I think is that it? We got anything else? I know um, we're over time for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna rant a little bit more. It's okay. Like we made this show to tell you what it is, give you a little perspective, a little insight. We're gonna broadcast to the wheels fall off. Even if they ban us from YouTube, even if they ban us from Spotify, we're gonna be on the block saying we'll be on the dark net giving you the truth. And that's all it is. Wake up. The Nazis did not become Nazis overnight. It started like this. So be vigilant and don't give your political, don't just give your political power away. If anything, vote for whoever is appropriate. But <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, stay blessed. Pardon all the F bombs on, you know, <laughs> on the Sunday. <laughs> you know? Yo, the CJ Today Slayer. I hope y'all learned something from this conversation or listened or laughed or made you think. Um, yeah, that's what we're here to do. We're, we're refining this as we go, so just bear with us. Um, we're trying not to keep these long at all. So, yeah, that's all I Huh? Where are we on the time? Oh, man, I have no idea. Hold on. Yeah, like 37 minutes, I think. Oh, wow, we're so it's 40. No matter who's fun time flies when you're having fun, yo, it's always yeah. a pleasant day. Until, uh, you know, next Sunday. Oh, shout outs. Oh, shout outs. Yo, I want to shout out my lawyer, Greg Crinkett, like holding it down. And yo, if you're ever in Texas and you need a lawyer, holla at But, um, yeah. Legal defense is, it's a superpower. I guess uh, HelloFresh, my sister, she got the air freshener company. HelloFresh for your ride. Check her out on, uh, I believe she's on TikTok at HelloFresh. Yeah, make sure you put all the, we'll put all the links in the description for the news articles and then for uh, things we shot now. Maybe put your lawyer's website, give them business. No doubt, no doubt. Um, uh, I guess one shout out to Coil Brush um, for beard gentlemen. Like myself, uh, here's where's my brush at. Very really cool. We'll put that link in. This is like one of the brushes. It's like three types, like a travel brush. This is one, and then it's like another brush, like a hair brush. But you can use it on your beard too. Throw that out there. That's all we got. Peace, love, man. Blessings, all that.
catch you on the next episode.